Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And uh, today, episode 23, season two, uh, Blaster Blues. Blaster Blues. And last time, last week, on the uh, Transformers, Carly and Spike, they went to Cybertron in an effort to save the Dinobots or and bring back some Cybertonium, which we're probably going to never, ever, ever hear about again. <laughs> and they saved the Autobots in the day. Uh, uh, saved the Autobots and the day. And today, those two and Blaster are at a pretty awesome concert, Paul. Oh, Best band ever? Like, I think like so. Stereotypical glam, like steel panther kind of shit. But like, if you look at the musicians, I mean, if you're not a musician, you probably wouldn't notice this, but the guitarist isn't even holding his hand, his left hand on the strings. Like, if, if you strum a guitar with uh, putting anything down, it's just going to sound like this. <laughs> like, there you go. But it, yeah, even the music, it's... The it's music like is took... completely out of tune, or out of, uh, not out of tune, well, it is out of tune, but it's also out yeah. of sync with each other, yeah. Yeah, it's like they're playing four different songs. Oh. And, and they're all just, yeah, they're all just sitting there, like nobody's up dancing or anything. They're oh, all it's just, just sitting in these... But there's a really cool laser light show. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Blaster sends a bunch of the audio back. He loves this music. So he sends the audio back to the Autobots, and Cosmos hears it. And then um, Optimus gets it just before he uh, (laughs) is testing, oh, what's his nuts? Uh, Omega Supreme, (laughs) the big, big Transformer. Yeah, why didn't they get the big one? (laughs) So there's, because this is just like, he just comes in, and they have made such a huge deal about Devastator and how big he was. They've made a huge deal about how big the Dinobots are and how strong they are. And then Omega (laughs) Supreme comes in with, like, nothing. He's just there. Yeah. And I'll tell you who's there. It's Omega fucking Supreme. That's who's there. He's the biggest goddamn Autobot of them all. And every kid's going to want to buy it. And the whole thing comes, and it's five feet tall. It's bigger than the kid. But they're going to have to put it together. And the parents are going to cough out big cash. And I'm going to get the bonus. Do you want my bonus? Come and fight me, you prick. I'll break your fucking face. Man, that guy's getting wound up. He's... (laughs) Holy God. I can't believe that Hasbro employs that man. (laughs) Yeah. This is insane. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's, it's it's Omega Supreme, and he's he's huge. Except huge, we don't see yeah. him in robot form yet, do we? Uh, not yet. No, yeah, they're we, just getting him ready. We hear him yeah. his voice. Anyway, all the Autobots hate the music. Jazz loves it. <laughs> yeah, Jazz is just <laughs> dancing like an idiot. But And then we go to this observatory, and there's this dumbass professor who's given <laughs> a speech about, like, he's like, intelligent life must be out there and waiting to be contacted. Like, Dude, yeah, <laughs> it, they're called Transformers. Yeah. Remember them? Yeah, you know, save the planet on your planet. Different times, yeah. Dickhead. He's got this thing called a Voltronic Galaxer. The Voltronic Galaxer. Because <laughs> I mean, you had had to call it something, right? <laughs> and anything could have sounded better than that. <laughs> Yeah, they're just yeah. rolling dice or throwing darts at a board or something. Anyway, they, yeah, the uh, it's it's like it enables aliens to understand his language by translating his words into electricity, or it it makes that much sense. We don't even have to focus on it. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing is just a, a like a walking plot device. It's a MacGuffin to just get Megatron to attack. And yeah. He steals and, it. The guy just literally Not introduced too. the thing, and Megatron was already on his way to get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and also when he calls, so he's he sends out one test message to aliens in the yeah. galaxy. And then when Megatron, <laughs> Megatron arrives, using the same the thing, he calls for the Autobots, <laughs> like the mayor did to the newspaper. It's just, <laughs> it's stupid. Anyway, uh, the Autobots hear his call, and they fly to go save him. And um, Optimus gets a blaster to turn off the music. Blaster, for, being <laughs> blaster. in the title, Blaster's kind of like 
he's just a plot device too. Anyway. Yeah, he, he you think anything. the episode would be completely about him? Yeah, no, his quest another... for something. But nope. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Spoilers. He's going to get kidnapped. <laughs> so the Autobots. Uh, oh, and I got to say, when they the Autobots transformed to roll out, yeah, it was really good animation. Every once in a while, yeah. it's just a solid s- series of shots, and they nailed every one of them. Yeah, it's like, it's like you mentioned before. Like you can tell when the animators actually had the toy yeah. there to to fiddle with to mm-hmm. to draw it properly. Anyway. Megatron takes the Galaxer and he leaves and they load it onto Astrotrain and then he transforms and they get on <laughs> well, Astrotrain. Why would and Astrotrain turn into a train ever? I know. Like it's such a limited mode of transportation. I mean, it does show him driving without tracks underneath him, but yeah, why still. not fly? <laughs> I think I know why because that's what the toy was, so that's what they had to draw. Yeah. Oh, so they arrive, the Autobots arrive and they can't figure out what Megatron wants with the Galaxer. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Blaster... Oh, Blaster's inside Cosmos. Was it Blaster? Yeah, Blaster's inside Cosmos. <laughs> yeah. yeah Suddenly. Remember their toys? Like, did you ever see those toys in the 80s? Yeah. Like, Cosmos is just this little pissant thing. Oh, and Blaster was actually a really big Transformer. Yeah, he <laughs> was... Like, ten times the size. And they do that whole thing. When they stand side by side, they're the same size. But inside, apparently, Blaster is like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know... The TARDIS, or, like the TARDIS or Oscar yeah, the Grouch's garbage can. It's just huge. Yeah, it's just swimming pool inside. Yeah. Two elephants. <laughs> anyway, they um, so they find the Decepticons moon base. They sneak in. Megatron spots them. Astrotrain, Astrotrain chases them and tractor beams them inside. And we go to a commercial <laughs> yeah. break. Before that, though, Carly uh, mentions, because uh, she and um, Spike are in pow- old Power Glide. Mm. And she's like, says they've been halfway around the hemisphere looking for the Decepticons or whatever. It's like flying halfway around the Western Hemisphere in an A-10 would take like 14 hours, right? I mean, <laughs> Wait a minute. they brought some water. Paul, Paul, are you saying that this show ignores obvious factual errors <laughs> yeah, in time? It, I, it might, it might, yeah. You asshole. <laughs> anyway, we come back from the commercial. Megatron's interrogating Blaster. Then there's some more, like, just dumb techno-speak that makes no sense. He plans to use him as a trans-scrambler and Cosmos yeah, as a power like, source. Sure. Makes them part of the machine. Yeah, that, that was the plan to begin with, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so like he uses them both. It'd be funny if, like, one of them was, like, on his head rather than sitting down. Because he didn't hit batteries, they have to go opposite <laughs> ways. Be like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, the thing yeah. doesn't work. Hey. <laughs> pull Cosmos, always turn him upside down, put him back in. Ah, there we go. <laughs> the jets are over there. Hey, if you lick him, you feel fun. It feels like he electrocutes your yeah. tongue. Lick his head. I could picture Rumble doing that. It's Megatron turns this plan on and then, uh, or turns the whole thing on and basically shuts down all the yeah, radio like, communication around the world. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, what do they call that thing? Uh, the thing that would like cut out all electricity. Uh, like an EMP. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. It pretty much is. Yeah. And we have a bunch of planes <laughs> yeah. that crash or a lot of yeah. near misses or whatever. Nobody dies. <laughs> Can we get some clearance? Clarence? All right, Roger, Roger. <laughs> Don't call me shit. Uh, Power Glide helps a few of the planes land, and then um, we have a train crash, and conveniently, the one person on the train jumps off in time. Decepticons, I think their only crime really is property damage. It seems like it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the oh, and then the weatherman can't send out a radio warning for everybody to go off. Don't go up Mountain Pass. So. I think that's a, you know, all of four people. First time we've seen snow in the show in a while, too. Yeah, yeah, and I think not since that uh, the episode where we thought it was Christmas at the beginning with the snowball yeah. fight. So the Autobots, yeah. uh, they actually come into the arc, and they're like, well, we're going to go save people, and then they leave right again. 
And they save a bunch of people trapped in the mountain roads and then yeah, convert to snow tires and nothing happens. It's like, <laughs> what? Um, but okay. I think it's Ratchet, Trailbreaker, Breaker, and Jazz get caught in an avalanche. Yeah, prowls with them too. Okay. But, but, yeah. Do you ever wonder, like, that car that nearly goes off a cliff, though? Uh, how mm. would it get that close to the cliff in that much snow? Like, is the road right along the side, the edge of the cliff? Like, maybe they should put up a guardrail. I mean, you know, safety first. They don't need guardrails. They have transformers. Yeah. Anyway, they so they uh, they save everybody but get caught in this avalanche. And then Blaster, he's saying he's going to come up with a plan. We'll see you in a bit, bud. And Optimus is on the ground guiding air traffic in, yeah. which is... And then, oh, this is the second time because they heard it up on the mountain pass that you hear Megatron on the airwaves talking shit, basically. I'm the greatest (laughs) and I'm going to rule you all. (laughs) And then the Decepticons attack and blast Optimus. And we go, oh, and Power Glide's about to crash. (laughs) Commercial break. (laughs) Yeah. Do you notice, I noticed that Carly and Daphne from Scooby-Doo have the exact same hairstyle. Different color, but it's the same style. There's a Uh, lot of close-ups to Carly's face in this one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we um, oh Spike and Carly slap their jetpacks on the side <laughs> of Power Glide, which is kind of clever and funny, but makes no sense. Somehow Spike doesn't get sucked out of a flying aircraft. He's leaning halfway out of an open door. Yeah. Maybe she's like holding onto his feet or something. And <laughs> just can't see it. So uh, Mega- Megatron's whole shtick we find out is that he's holding all of Earth's radio waves hostage and will only give them back if Earth pays him all of their energy. Now, this is a <laughs> stupid plan because he's saying, hey, figure out a new form of communication or go back to the Dark Ages forever. <laughs> we'll work on a new form of communication. Like, there's, yeah. a, there's a couple non-radio-based communication <laughs> things out there. We'll perfect one. Newspaper. See ya. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like yeah, this, this is... See, this could be where the world made a leap forward in quantum communication <laughs> instantaneous across the galaxy blaster record here's where blaster starts his plan and i don't know if you got this paul i don't know what he did to be honest <laughs> but he starts recording megatron's demands and then he sends them to spike and carly yeah but if there's no radio communication how does it I th- get I there? Know, I like mean, what, what are you doing and a... it's they they and then somehow using his radio communication they pinpoint his location. Yeah, she pulls this little thing out of her purse or something and jams it into this thing in Power Glide like a computer, and it just tells her, oh, he's on the moon. It's like, her stylus. What? We're using a stylus. <laughs> yeah. and, and why did he have to record Megatron? Anyway, it works because Transformers. <laughs> Power Glide calls, uh, like he, I think it's Power Glide says he calls Blaster that son of an eight track. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Um, and they figure, yeah, he's on the moon. So they. Get Oh, Optimus, yeah, he got his ass blasted unconscious on the airport runway, so they scoop him up and head to yeah, Omega Supreme. Take him away with, like, the suction cup thing. Yeah. <laughs> and a rope. He's just, like, hanging unconscious. Real dignified way to carry your leader home. <laughs> Very classy. Very classy. So, uh, the oh, the jetpack turns off, and, oh, yeah, they're going to head back to the Ark, but the jetpack shuts down, and they have to make a, an emergency landing at, uh, what we find out later, Omega Supreme. And... When they get there, in one shot, they're just standing there in their home clothes. And in the very next shot, uh, Carly and Spike are wearing space suits. Like, w- yeah. where did you get a space suit? It like, just 
It's on. Yeah, it, 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 that too. Like that isn't something you just zip, you're done and you're yeah. in. No, they literally no, no, build no. those things around you. Yeah, exactly. The thing is sized exactly for you, right? Like they don't just have his and her spacesuits on the friggin' rack at the store, right? And then they, but they all get on Omega Supreme and. Uh, Oh, he has to take Optimus, too. They don't want to leave him. And then yeah. um, I think it's, a, oh, yeah, it's Powerglide Day with, as they fly off, says, bang, zoom to the moon, which is a, <laughs> yeah. a great reference to spousal abuse there. <laughs> <Yeah>. Classy. <laughs> these days. <laughs> so, yeah, Megatron realizes uh, Blaster was sending messages, and he's about to shoot him to show him good, and Omega Supreme arrives and blows a hole in the roof and <laughs> yeah. stops Megatron. <laughs> Side, Astro Chain just rams into his foot and that kind of like knocks him completely off balance. But like, th- that'd be like a wind up cat toy knocking yeah. you off balance. Yeah. Right? Omega <laughs> Supreme is big, and every time you see him transform, and actually, they they it gets kind of stupid because he'll j- land as just the rocket and then all yeah. of Omega and all Supreme of a sudden, will all transform. The rest of them is there, yeah. yeah. But and they that happens more than once and more than in just this episode. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, he arrives with the tank and the track and all that jazz. And Spike and Carly run for cover. And then, yeah, we have this fight where um, Astrotrain slams him in the ankle and <laughs> after a bunch of back and forth. <laughs> and then, yeah, Prime gets up just in time to fight Megatron. I know. <laughs> like, taught what? then what was the point of any of this? If you had have just hung around, left Prime there, he would have woken up eventually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then Way to like, just suck the, the glory out. When the, the thing is completely blowing up, there's like a fire burning on the moon. Like, no, there's no oxygen. You cannot have a fire without oxygen. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. A lot of it's dumb. Uh, a lot of this episode's dumb, but the story progression yeah, was okay. I like I how... It's a how... good episode if you... If you t- Throw the physics book away, then yeah, yeah don't worry. Oh, about yeah, it. anyway, so yeah, so Optimus and Megatron, they fight, and um, Blaster and Cosmos, <laughs> they destroy the galaxy. Prime does the whole, like, your powers are also a responsibility or something. Yeah, like, yeah. But his volume is a responsibility. Like, what? Yeah, it's a. Uh, uh. All right, so let me just go get that physics book I just put away, because uh, we're going to get into that. Now, What? first of all, what is that thing that Carly puts into Power Glide, and, and what is that inside Power Glide that he just happens to have on board that tells her the source of the signal is the moon? Like, why didn't she just do that ten minutes ago when Megatron started talking to find out where he is? Like, anyway, Spike asks if Power Glide can make it to the moon. All right, two things. First... Carly should have slapped him for asking something so stupid. You know how long it would take to fly an A-10 Thunderbolt to the moon? About 24 days. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Powerglide always keeps enough food and water and oxygen on board to last two people nearly a month in space. You know, be prepared. What did Spike plan on doing when he got to the moon without a spacesuit anyway? Like, just hold his breath and hope for the best? Besides that, he's not even two minutes ago. He had to strap a jetpack to the moon. Well, there's another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show for Monday. And if you're an American listening, tomorrow's your midterm elections. Go vote if you yeah. haven't already voted. We're Canadian, sure so we don't vote. care. Well, we do care who you vote for, but our opinions aren't yours. Just get out and vote. Go and vote. That's and exercise. the main thing, right? Yeah, people die for this shit. Please A go vote. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears Yeah, for your right to do that. And assuming that 
America doesn't rip itself apart after that, and you're all still here for Thursday, uh, you can see us or hear us uh, do, what is it, Decepticon in King, a Decepticon Raider in King Arthur's Court. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And we're also on Twitter. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. At John Sobey, at Paul McPherson1. Make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app yeah. and uh, tell all your friends about us. Tell, and... tell all your friends on, on all sides of the political spectrum. Yes. <laughs> good night and good luck. Talk to you next time. Halfway around the hemisphere.